This is exactly right. It's 1943 in the Kingdom of Bulgaria. As the Second World War rages, King Boris dies suddenly and every nation is a suspect. The Butterfly King premieres March the 21st on Exactly Right. It's a cruel tale of a doomed royal dynasty. Somewhere, the truth is out there. Listen to The Butterfly King on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Sky, you ready? Curdy B, I am so ready to laugh and laugh and laugh. China swears it isn't building a time machine. Oh, okay. When did they swear that? 100 years from now or two minutes ago? Bananas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bananas, the uh, the strange news podcast you never knew you needed. That's Scotty Landis. That's my BFF, Kurt Brownoller. Kurt, how are you, my friend? What's going on? I'm feeling great. I'm excited about our guest today. Me too. Uh, she is a comedian, author, mm-hmm. podcaster, and generally hilarious and informative True. person. She's All got true. a fantastic book, obviously, Stories from My Timeline, and she co-hosts the podcast, What a Day. Please welcome yes. the wonderful Akilah Hughes. Whoa, thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. It's like we're meeting in person almost, but we're I still know. very Almost. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to have you on Bananas. Thanks for being here. Oh, my gosh. My pleasure. Oh, um, man. As we do you get jaded? I gotta ask. Do you get jaded having to do real news coverage on your podcast? Because uh, we had a buddy that used to work on the Daily Show, and after like mm-hmm. nine years, he was like, "I never want to ever read about politics ever again." Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, especially starting the podcast right as like, <laughs> yeah. and the first impeachment were happening, uh, was enough of a shell shock, and then it just keeps going. So yeah, I definitely feel like, like I definitely care about the news, but I love some distance. Like if we could just go on right. a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> just got to figure some stuff out with me inside <laughs> of American politics. That's all. Yes. Well, we'll try to give you a break today. We hope. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want to hear about this uh, time machine? That maybe. Honestly, I'm incredibly curious. Yes. I'm very curious as well. So, this was originally published in Popular Mechanics, which is where I found it. This okay. Is a, this is a me one. Woo! <laughs> um, all by yourself. Best researcher in the game. Yes. Now, this is. Now, Popular Mechanics put this behind a paywall, but luckily. Someone at Yahoo Money just fucking took it and <laughs> put it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yep>. Yahoo Money. <laughs> That's how Yahoo makes their money. Is yeah. Yeah. A little bit I mean, less every year. Can I just search mm-hmm. this exact same title somewhere? And yep, there it is. So Bingo. Uh, this is written either for Popular Mechanics or for Yahoo Money by Caroline Delbert. Um, oh, she's so good at what she does. Honestly, Scotty, <laughs> the best in the biz. No doubt about uh, it. Here's the highlights 
this is I love this thing that the that like news articles do now where they just give you the highlights for people who yeah. just cannot be bothered for the reading it for thirty seconds. Yeah. Yes. Um, the highlights are China says it's it definitely is not building a time machine. <laughs> wink, nudge, wink, and nudge. Yeah, sounds next, suspect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next, next bullet point: a leaked PowerPoint presentation suggests otherwise. Ooh. Wow! Okay. So that's perhaps why they denied it in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> it's leaking. Uh, so basically, what it is is, um, <laughs> I'll just read this from the annals of nothing to see here. China's largest state physics lab is insisting it's not helping a private company build a time machine. Right. The strange happenings are straight out of the scientist version of TMZ with a leaked PowerPoint presentation and gossip swirling. So, is China's government collaborating with a startup in order to travel through time? Earlier this month's unsubstantiated documents began circulating online that seemed to suggest the Chinese Academy of Sciences Institute of High Energy Physics is partnering with the private Rutai Technology Development Technology. I don't know if that seems to be a misprint. Yahoo Money. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, you okay. know, when you're copying and pasting, it makes it a little bit more That's difficult. Right. <laughs> you gotta remember where you were. You gotta get it in uh, before your, before your trial word of popular mechanics yeah, there runs out. There was the word technology somewhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've heard of it. Technology. Uh-huh. Okay. They're partnering on something called the Quote, space-time tunnel generation experimental device. Great. Um, they, have the, uh, they have the PDF here. Um, right. It's all in Chinese, obviously. I, I cannot read it. But China's The Paper Journalist, which obtained a leaked PowerPoint presentation containing information about the tra- project, has more about the device via Six Park News. The device can distort time and space, control the flow rate of time, break through the barrier of time right. and space, and can be widely used for time travel, interstellar okay. voyage, life extension, etc. This is really a do-all kind of machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Can project? it teach you how to write about time travel? <laughs> yes. Is really hard. <laughs> yes. Can it teach you how to conceal your time travel plans? That seems like the thing right. that they should have started with. This is not that yeah. hard to do. Uh, this Wait, is- how good is their time traveling if they can't go back before this leaks? <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Akilah, soon, that's actually, that's the... Soon this... Once they do, they haven't completed it yet. So, like, yeah. in a yes. year, they will go back, and then this will stop... I'm going to write a note somewhere like in Memento. It's like, <laughs> they did do time travel. Don't forget it. Yes. I'll just start speaking uh, Mandarin perfectly right now, and then they'll be like, it must have been real. There's no way he would have just studied yeah, this like, unless it already happened. He's part of it. He's a mole. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it is expected that the device... Okay. So, the project plans to select a location in China and lease an area of about 16 acres to build a scientific experiment base. Okay. It is expected that the device will be able to successfully shuttle the space-time experiment 7 to 12 months after the funds are in place. Um, Great. So, there Do is a it. theory... There is, like, a possibility that someone just made this PowerPoint and released it as yes. a goof. Yeah, which is so <laughs> and we're wonderful. all reading it. Yahoo yes. Mail is like so desperate to print. <laughs> yeah, but Kurt, do you it's remember Tumblr? Akila, did you ever live in New York City? Oh yeah, for eight years. I miss it every minute of my life. So <laughs> right, were you there, Kurt? You and I were definitely there. Were you there when somebody put up a bunch of fake In and Out Burger opening soon banners and paper up? It was down in Soho. Yeah, it was just south of Houston. 
but somebody just did it as a prank, and it oh. went so viral. Everybody was I like, "There's an internet in Manhattan." Yes, like I feel like I don't know if t- was Twitter. Twitter was a thing. I feel like that's how yeah. I found out about it. Am I wrong yes. about this? <laughs> it went everywhere, and I always thought, uh, looking back, like, and I had never really had in and out. I hadn't been to California, so I didn't get what the thing was. But people were yeah. losing their minds. I think that's what's going on here. I think it's to distract us. It's a diversionary tactic. Yeah, mm-hmm. to have something in there. I yeah. I've been obsessed with time travel. Oh boy, ro- time travel romance specifically. Oh, oh that please. is my please. I, please <laughs> tell these stories right now. Oh, <laughs> Akila, there are. There's the same book twice in Kurt's life. Kurt, go into it. Please tell the story. So. It's the book, The Time Traveler's Wife. <laughs> oh, oh, so bad. based on the, <laughs> the film is based on the book. Got it. It's on, it. based on a book. And I remember uh, Kristen and I, my, my comedy partner, Kristen Shaw, we were writing in her apartment. And sometimes, uh-huh. for some reason, when we had like epic long writing sessions, we would just, Kristen would be like, let's take a nap. And then we would just like she would lay on her bed and I would lay on her couch and we would just sleep for like ten minutes and then come yeah. back to start writing again. You need it. Yeah. And so I wasn't tired, so she was taking a nap and I was I I just literally opened first page. <laughs> the first page of the Time Traveler's Wife. Mm-hmm. I read like the first paragraph and then Krista just said she heard from the bedroom just <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and I just started like ball crying, <laughs> and the book it breaks my heart. I remember the movie is a piece of shit, and I remember yeah. being on a plane. There we go. The movie came on on a plane years later, right? Years later, le- years later. This is <laughs> during the credits. Nothing in the movie has happened, and I am standing next, sitting next to a stranger, and just tears start, and I'm holding onto the seat. Trying not to go like, like out loud yes. on the plane. <laughs> just the words, the time traveler's yeah. wife comes yeah, on screen. Like just the memory of a time Kurt, traveler who yes. was married. First page of the book, years later, on a plane, seated next to a stranger, the words, the time oh, traveler's yes. wife, and Kurt starts bawling so bad, it's like they're going to have to turn the plane around. <laughs> wow. I mean, uh, but it could be the altitude, right? Were you yes. already in the air? I cry... Yeah. To every movie on a plane. I cried Me to Trolls. Too. I cried to Moana. <laughs> like, I ugly cried to Moana. Yes. First 10 minutes, yes. I was like, look at this beautiful society. These oh, people yes. are just living on coconuts. The best. <laughs> no one has shown Moana. up to ruin their lives. <laughs> 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 it was messed up. Yeah, the altitude. It must be right. Like it's gotta be. I'm so weepy. You could get me to watch any Into the Woods. Not too. a movie that is sentimental. <laughs> no, not at all. And I'm just like the the giant witch is so scary. <laughs> like I, ugly crying. Yes. I famously and stupidly only watch big movies on planes, even though the screen's as yeah. big as an index card. I'll watch like I've yeah. watched all the Avengers movies only on airplanes. <laughs> I because watched, like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I watched I'm like, Dunkirk. Go for. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkirk was impossible. It was just a lot of small <gasps> planes in the distance. Wow. And I cried. My I review, cried watching Dunkirk. Uh, my review of Dunkirk could be quieter. Yes. <laughs> <So> loud. Yes. <laughs> the whole movie, I was like, okay, you're getting yes. them. <laughs> 
Another explosion. It. Was that necessary? War is loud. We get it. That's our least yeah. of our concerns, Christopher Nolan. I did cry on that one. And why do you watch a plane? Why on a plane would you watch a movie about planes getting shot down almost constantly? Right. But we do. We do. I had the yeah. issue with that. Where uh, It was because I was watching it on a plane. But they're all just like white guys with black hair. And I had <laughs> no idea who was who. I was like, is yeah. that the same? Is that guy mad at right. the other I'm guy? Like, yes. They're just all the die? same. Just <laughs> It's just about one guy just like re- replicated th- thousands of times. Yeah. I agree. I saw it in a theater with a friend who had no clue that Harry Styles was in it. And I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> That's yeah. why we came That's here. why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> what him. are you doing right now? <laughs> Absolutely. I love him. That's yeah, so kidding. funny. Oh, Harry Styles. My daughter is obsessed. My daughter's three and she's obsessed with, um, <laughs> with watermelon uh, sugar. Oh, yeah. Watermelon sugar. Hi. And I just don't <laughs> want her to ever find out what it's all about. I don't want her to ever yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> but I, think, I hope that they just get rid singing. of Genius.com, you know? Yeah. No one should be able to investigate lyrics. <laughs> That's None right. None of it means anything. It's just a good time. It's just yes. fun. She's really Where's singing about strawberries and watermelon. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, she's happy. She's That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you give me another one, Scotty. Okay, I do have another one that was sent in today. It was texted to me on the banana phone Akilah. we have a phone from mint mobile that people are allowed to call nice. anybody people have posted it on reddit so now i get calls all day long i'll talk to anybody for one minute um and today chase tatum sent this chase in tatum. thank you chase um this one's just great this one is just so great it was written by david ovale for the miami herald came out today man He's the best in the biz. That's right. Uh, <laughs> headline goes a little something. That. Yeah, we do. We love David Ovale. Or, uh, mm-hmm. That looks like Ovale to me. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Miami lawyer whose pants caught on fire during an arson trial arrested on cocaine charges. Okay. <laughs> so. Wow. Levels. <laughs> so there's some stuff here. This is an onion. This we can is, peel it open. His pants ah. caught on fire. He was lying so bad in the court. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you um, telling me that this is a liar, liar, <laughs> pants on fire? <laughs> yeah, representing somebody. Having yeah. done so much in cocaine. case. His legs created so much friction. <laughs> yeah. I should not have worn corduroys. Um, yeah, the house was like, I did not just combust. I'm going to set your hands on fire. Objection. <laughs> like, who was um, he defending? The house? <laughs> the person who yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's like, guys, Whoa. we all know fire doesn't start that easily. And then he's just suddenly on flames <laughs> running around the courtroom. Sir. Just inflamed. <laughs> Sustained. And the Coke was just there as well. They were like, let's help him out. He's on fire. Oh, what's this in your pocket? No, we must pull it. Is this cocaine? And he's like, uh, a lot has happened. <laughs> it's, it's been a big week for this guy. Okay, here's the deets. Damn. So the Miami lawyer who drew worldwide notoriety after his pants caught on fire <laughs> during an arson trial has now been arrested on a cocaine charge. Yes. Steven Gutierrez, 32. So he's young. He's still in the mix. He's a millennial for sure. Coke is okay with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. he can it still handle the still. hangover. He can still handle yeah. <laughs> Stephen Gutierrez, 32, whose law license is currently revoked, was pulled over Monday near Westchester and arrested on a felony cocaine charge. Is currently revoked. Did yeah. he get it revoked for having his pants catch fire? I believe so. Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> so First it was the pants. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's got a it gets better, guys. Don't this worry. Is I assault upon injury. Yes, and he does something that reminds me oh, it's just so good. Okay, according to the Miami Dade police report, he was pulled over for driving without a working headlight. Uh, an officer saw a bulge in his pocket and believed it was a knife. It turned out to be a metal cylinder filled with white powder inside. Gutierrez This is the best part of the whole damn wow. thing. Gutierrez spontaneously blurted out, That's cocaine. According to the <laughs> according to the arrest report, it's not a gun. Don't kill me. I will yes. split it. That is cocaine. I'm a bad lawyer. There's enough for friends. I rest my case. Uh, Gutierrez was jailed briefly Tuesday morning. Posted his own bond. He did not answer his cell phone on Tuesday. So there we go. Pants caught on Wait. fire. Famously, now arrested for cocaine. But we don't, there's nowhere in this article that explains how his pants caught on fire. No, not in this article, but I can find that article. If we need a little. I'm curious. Okay. I do want to know. Katie, is there any way Maybe if you yell, it's cocaine, it usually explodes into flames and people back away. (laughs) But this time it malfunctions. And he was like, That was the code. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Also, think about that, too. Um, he had enough cocaine in his pocket that yeah, it could be seen through yes. a car window. It was a bulge. It was that much cocaine. Yeah. Like, that's an enormous amount of cocaine. Okay. That is like he's walking around with it in like a Red Bull can. Like, yeah, that's right. a lot. A thermos. It's he has his thermos. Like, aren't? I mean, we are in the pandemic. <laughs> So we are we are people doing cocaine alone? Like, yeah, <laughs> am I to believe this man are. goes home and is like, I'll just have a little bit okay. by myself, and then <laughs> just do it over Zoom my, with a friend from my window to my to my kitchen, <laughs> and then yeah, just talk to my reflection for forty five minutes about how good it is to see me, and then also we should hang out more and remember that concert in nineteen ninety seven. Okay, so NBCNews.com, written by. Oh, Calhan Rosenblatt says, here's the story about the pants. It seemed like a (laughs) setup to a tire joke. A lawyer's pants caught on fire in court. But on Wednesday, it was Stephen Gutierrez's reality. The Florida defense attorney's pants began smoking during an arson trial. Uh, Gutierrez, who was 28, so four years ago, was in (laughs) Miami-Dade County Court... (laughs) So he's defending a 49-year-old named Claudie Charles, who is accused of setting his car on fire. During his closing argument, Gutierrez began to feel heat coming from his pocket, where he had several electric cigarette batteries, he told NBC News in an email. And as Gutierrez uh, had argued Charles's car spontaneously combusted, so did the lawyer's pants. So there we go. It was surreal, blah, blah, blah. Not staged. No one thinks a battery it. left in their pocket is somehow going to explode, but I now know that this can happen. So there we go. Wow. Just a, I'm not surprised that he had a ton of vape batteries, yeah. like no. multiple I mean, tobacco batteries. warned him, and then he still put the drugs yeah. in his pocket. Like, don't yes. put the drugs in your pocket. Don't you do this. Leave them in the open to breathe. That's, <laughs> you didn't learn from this. Have your pants or any part of your body ever caught on fire? Oh, um, hmm. Uh, well, mine have. <laughs> okay, and now we're what? cooking. Yeah, so uh, this was, it was a barbecue. It was maybe my last year in New York, so 2019. And it was a, I, I think it was the 4th of July. It might have been Labor Day. But I was having a barbecue in my little backyard, and I had mm-hmm. some friends over. 
conveniently no one was on their phone at this point. So there's incredible. no incredible, incredible. But I have several witnesses who will attest. Um, I was, you know, looking at the grill. There was maybe a greasy piece of foil that flew off and was on fire. And I thought I've seen people stomp out fire before. <laughs> sure. So I was like, I'm just going to stomp it out. But I was wearing these flip flops that had fur. Oh, oh no. Okay. So I stepped on it and immediately uh-huh. it formed around the shoe, Ooh. caught fire. I was oh, wearing good. like kind of longish pants. So like it started jumping up. I no. kicked wow. the shoe off, uh, screaming because it was like jumping up flames on my leg. And uh, it landed on my friend's arm. <laughs> oh, really? Like was just burned him. <gasps> and uh, so we were just like burn victims. And the party <laughs> continued on. Yes. And I was like, why didn't anyone step that. in? Yeah. No one, no one did anything. They're like, we were all pretty stunned. <laughs> I'm like, even when I'm stunned, I know you had the other flip flop, you know, like, <laughs> up to them. You had it. The reason, um, the reason this one like sparked for me. Well, that was I did not mean to do that. The reason why this one hit Spark. for me was uh, on New Year's Day, like ten years ago. I was in New York with some friends who had spent the night on New Year's Eve, and they were like, "What should we do?" And I was like, "Do you guys want to go to the Comedy Cellar?" Comedy Cellar is a great stand-up club. It's always packed. A lot of drop-ins. And because it was around a holiday, I was like, I bet Chris Rock drops in or Dave Chappelle or whoever. So my friends were like, cool. They had never been. And for anybody who hasn't been to the Comedy Cellar in New York, it's a, it's a true comedy club. They pack yeah. you in. You're right up against the stage. The laughs are – it's amazing. When you kill there, you really kill. Um, yeah. But also, like, these are New York comics, and they'll come at you. So – my, I'm with three other dudes, uh, and when we're waiting in line, my friend was like, "Do they like? Are they going to pick on us or something?" And I'm like, "Why?" And it's like, "Cause it's just like four guys going to a comedy show together." I'm like, "No, it's fine." I said, "As long as we're not directly in front of the stage, we're going to be cool." So we get in, we're deep in the line. They seat us directly under the microphone. I mean, <clears throat> the Sherrod Small like was you hosting. Get spit on. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. I could I could stick my elbow out and hit the mic stand. So I'm like, here we go. And I'm fine. I go to a trillion comedy shows. So I'm like making eye contact with all the comedians so they know like basically not to pick on me. It's like all the people that look at their hands and their feet that they're like, oh, you're screwed. So we get through the first three or four comics. And then they're like, we have special guest guys. We have Dave Attell. Love Dave Attell. Great joke. Amazing comedian. He comes up and casually says to our table, how you guys doing? Just the nicest, just takes the microphone. Hey, how you guys doing? My friend who I didn't know was having an anxiety attack the entire time being in the front just says, we're not gay. That's what he says. Now, it's true. The four of us are not gay. We all had girlfriends. That time machine. We love. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. If the time machine worked one time, I would go back to that exact moment. I I wish I had seen my face. When he Deep said cringe. it. So also, we all love gay people. So I'm like, right. that's all. I think he just thought we were going to get picked on for being four no, guys like, together. Yeah, he's he's already already like, four had. guys. It is not a sausage festival. We're in a room filled with people. And they're like, we, I just said hello. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. I feel that's exactly it. Um, and he'd so already played he, it out in his head. He was like, yes. I yeah. know exactly he's like, how and this now goes. Everyone behind us is know. calling us gay. <laughs> and he doesn't so, know how this goes. The whole place goes quiet for exactly one painful heartbeat. And Attell goes, you're not gay? I asked you how you're doing and you say we're not gay? That sounds like something a bunch of gay guys <laughs> might say to me so I don't no. pick on them. 
for the rest of the show, Colin Quinn, Greg Giraldo, everybody's just like, how the four gay guys up in the front doing? Totally fine. But then my, uh, the, not the guy who said that, but the guy, my other friend sitting next to me was wearing a sweater that was too small for him. So then they all just started calling him Baby Gap. So it was the table of uh, closeted gay men and Baby Gap are just getting annihilated on the <laughs> the whole all you, all we needed to say, David Tell said it so casually. Hey, how you guys doing? Any of us could have just been like, "We're good, man. Happy New Year." He'd be like, "You too," and then just gone into his material. <laughs> so uh, that's cocaine became. We're not gay, and then I, yes, <laughs> and everything ex- exploded at that moment. I, I haven't wow, been the that same is since. Deeply. <laughs> Deeply sad. <laughs> friend who fell for oh. that. Oh. <laughs> right? The well, thanks, uh, buddy. You want to have another one before we take a little break? Yeah, tease it up before we sell commercials to people, please. Okay. I will say this. Okay. Uh, I got a lot of science ones today. Uh, scientists may solve Amelia Earhart's disappearance with a nuclear reactor. Oh, Okay. Wow. <laughs> so now we're getting Godzilla Amelia Earhart. Ooh. <laughs> Don't need that. Air, ooh, aeronautical bananas. <laughs> bananas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We certainly uh, are. Listen, everybody, you Please. should go right now over to our Instagram. Give yes. us a follow, The Bananas Podcast. Yes. DM us your strange news. DM us your personal news stories. Yep. New request. If you have an unexpected banana, put it in your story and just tag us. We'll put it on ours. No more DMs of just pictures of bananas. We can't handle it, guys. <laughs> it's it's hundreds. It's this. hundreds, bananas. It's hundreds. My <laughs> thumbs are sore. My eyes are bloodshot. Please help We've us We've seen out. all the variations probably by this point. Yes. <laughs> I've been surprised. <laughs> I've been surprised. <laughs> um, call the banana phone. Banana phone, 213-214-7974. Thank you, Mint Mobile, which I think Ryan Reynolds owns part of. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Thank you, And, Ryan. of course, uh, please go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and just rate and review because it matters. We have the wonderful Akila Hughes on with us today. Akila, so far so good. Is this a little yes. easier? News break. This is such a dream. Yeah, okay, I, this good. was my day to day. Do you imagine how much younger I would look? I would look like an infant because I don't look that old yet. <laughs> you know, I would I would be a baby. I would become a baby. <laughs> yes, and you have a new puppy. You do have a baby in your life. You yeah. have a four month old puppy, and yes. it's a piece of cake, right? Oh yeah! Every day I wake up and cry. <laughs> I'm like, why do you need so many things? Oh no, he threw his toy into the pool. I can see it. <laughs> oh yes. 
and it's he's, fluffy. So and that's is he like upset wet. about it? Is he like yeah, standing there? Look, <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Staring at it out the window, and that's where it is now. That's where it is now. That's where it lives there for a little while. Yep, that's its home. We all made you choices. Gotta, yeah, you build bridges. You got to walk across them. Okay, doesn't matter if you're four months or fourteen months. Um, that's right, Curdy B. What the heck were we talking about? All right, scientists may solve Amelia Earhart's disappearance with oh, a nuclear cool. reactor. Oh, sure. I would like to state, guys, again, found this on my own. Wow. And it wasn't, and it wasn't popular mechanics. And when I What is back, going on in your <laughs> life, Kurt? Are you okay? Is Lauren bad Apple, at you? Apple News. <laughs> Apple News feeds me. <laughs> Apple News loves to feed me popular mechanics articles, and you can yeah. read them in the app once, and then I like, oh. screen grabbed it and then went to go look at it, and it's like behind a paywall. Oof. So, again, just... Googled it and found it in Esquire. <laughs> Yay. Uh, this is by Caroline Delbert. Yep. Uh, thank you, Caroline. Uh, guys, this is going to blow your fucking mind. I bet. Caroline Delbert is also the person who wrote, I thought I was like, it sounds familiar, is also the person who wrote, China swears it isn't building a time machine. Wow. I think people are just stealing Caroline Delbert's worth work off of uh, popular mechanics and putting it yeah. wherever, willy-nilly. Not cool. Caroline, Let's have her on the podcast. Some better reps. <laughs> yeah, yes. she's got plenty. She's got all the yes. news for you. <laughs> I know she's got all the good news. So basically, I'm not uh-huh. going to read you all of this. What's happening? Uh, okay. Basically, they have a piece. They have a piece of Amelia Earhart. What they believe to be in 1991, they found a piece of what they think is Amelia Earhart's plane. Okay. So what they're going to do is to figure out whether or not it is. It is at a the university, the Penn State University. Great school. Go a, Nittany Lions. They, <laughs> they have a nuclear reactor there, yes. and they're going Why? to Why do they shoot. Have <laughs> yes, maybe not a good idea. No, it's a great interns a great and freshmen question. all over that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here that it is. seems not cool. Daniel Beck, the manager of the engineering program for the Penn State Radiation Science and Engineering Center, home to the Breezel Nuclear Reactor. <laughs> Sounds like a very fun name for a nuclear reactor. Whee! The Breezel. It'll uh, blow your hair back. <laughs> yeah, we're all having a blast. Uh, <laughs> invited the commercial Gillespie. for it was very good. It should be us. The three of us should record the commercial. <laughs> And the famous piece of metal to the university, Beck told Gillespie they could try to do the relevant analysis to match the ongoing genetic testing scientists were doing on suspected Earhart remains. They're going to shoot neutron beams at it, which operates oh. like an X-ray, and then they're going to figure out if there was paint there, and then that should be able to tell them whether or not it was her airplane. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it might. I thought they were going finally... to just shoot at the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. <laughs> Which would have then created an Amelia Earhart-style Godzilla. Thankfully, they're doing the more responsible yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the boring. They're looking for paint. Thanks, science. Yeah, How about we God, cure on, heart disease, cancer, COVID-19? Let's cure right. some things. We don't care about paint. Right. Maybe we do. So I don't know. Like nail polish remover, you could just like wipe right. it and be like, that's paint. Well, <laughs> you need now to that's use paint. nuclear science for this. <laughs> we need diesel. <laughs> wow yeah geez the money they're spending just give me 50 bucks <laughs> i'll tell you right now picks yeah I'll, we'll take it to claire's in the mall the woman that pierced my ears she'll know if it's fingernail polish or paint yeah, she'll know it right away know. claire's claire's yes. the pagoda i got my claire's. ears pierced at a claire's 
Oh my All God. the cute girls got their ears pierced at Claire's. Oh, it's true. Man, and Claire's. I got to tell you, it was horrendous. My mom tricked me. It was not <laughs> a choice. She was like, we're oh. going to get ice cream. And I'm like, we're going past the food court. And she's like, well, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, are we getting something at Claire's? I just screamed the entire oh. time. But oh, now my I have God. earrings. So. <laughs> was, do you like you more stuff to buy? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do. I, but it, I think it's also, you know, antiquated <laughs> reasons I like it. Like, I'm like, people can't tell I'm a girl if I don't have earrings. <laughs> no. It's like, you oh, know, please. in the 90s when every cartoon had bangs. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm going to need bangs or they're going to think I'm a boy with long hair. <laughs> I see. Cheer. Well, yeah. that's, uh, that must be traumatic for your mom to be like, just sit very still. They're going to shoot a needle through both of your ears. <laughs> and you're going to have little ladybugs that live there. And you're going to have to rub them with a cleaning solution for a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was kind of like getting a puppy, except all of the good parts were gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a second. I want to ask about this puppy. So this puppy is driving you crazy. Where are you? I mean, like, what's the level of satisfaction versus the level of frustration with the puppy? I mean, it's got to be 50-50 right now. The truth is, he is so cute that it outweighs so much of it. Like, objectively, a unique... A unique, beautiful angel, like huge ears, the longest, fluffiest, like waggly tail, and just like never barks. But he's just... Wants so much love, and I'm like, you know what, Akila does. She has to work so that we can yes. live in a house. <laughs> yeah, yes. so You can't let me do that. We are gonna be outside. <laughs> do you uh-huh. want that? <laughs> yes. So you there know, that's pretty hard. Also, think. I don't wake up in the morning. It is not my vibe. So for him to be getting up before me, we don't love. You know, <laughs> we prefer a night owl kind of dog. Yeah, <laughs> I get that's that. That's what. When he falls asleep at night, just continually wake him up until you yeah, go to bed. Yeah, just be like, get up. No. Oh Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's cocaine. Yeah, have my dog on your podcast next week so he can talk yeah. shit about me. He's like, this bitch <laughs> sleeps till noon. <laughs> Won't even look at me. Won't even look at my cute face. I don't know enough about Amelia Earhart. I need to look up more. I'm sure there are 5,000 great podcasts on Amelia Earhart, but like I know the right? story. I know she was a female pilot. She was flying for the to, trying to fly to Europe and then disappeared, and then people thought she landed in some island or something like that, but they never on, discovered yeah. it. Yeah, she was en route to the Howland Island in the Pacific, about 1,700 oh, miles <laughs> way. southwest of Honolulu. They were six weeks and 20,000 miles deep into their trip around the world. Oh. And then Earhart had be- already become the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic and from Got Hawaii it. to the U.S. mainland. Her globe trek, globetrotting trek would simply be the latest in a line of incredible accomplishments for the aviation pioneer. Oh, I see. Um, I should know then, this stuff. The, somewhere along the way, Earhart's Lockheed Model 10E Electra became too heavy and short on fuel, and the pilot and her navigator lost sight of the tiny two-and-a-half-square-mile island in the middle of the ocean, and then no one knows exactly what happened next. Which is insane. They just did everything by sight at that point. Right. Like you literally yeah, had like, to, like, <laughs> there's where we go. There. <laughs> yeah, she's just, they're just looking around like, well, uh, she's gone. <laughs> yeah. If she shows back up. Yeah. We'll ask her what happened. <laughs> good luck to you, she Amelia. Did, yeah. Good and luck, Amelia. Um, yeah. Sorry. She, maybe, sometimes. she likes to run away. Don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe paint your plane neon yellow. Have you thought of that? Maybe we could see right? you a little farther, but sorry. That's, no. the, that's the paint they're looking for. I like Scotty, that. 
Yes. Give us another one. I got one that I think you're really going to like. This was sent in by Joyful Ama or Joyful Ama or Joyful Llama. So we're going to go okay. with one of those. I actually think it's Joyful Llama now I'm seeing it because the Great. story is about Rojo. Portland's late lamented celebrity therapy llama will mm. live on forever in taxidermy form. I can't so, believe he died. Yeah, I know about this llama. I figured yeah. you did. This seems very up your alley. So this was written by Sophia June in WWeek.com. I get up every day. I read WWeek.com. I look forward to <laughs> Sophia June. Uh, the late yes, lamented... Same. Yes, we all do. Okay. Uh, the late lamented Camelid, didn't know that was a word, who died November 2019 at the age of 17, will soon have its body stuffed and on display at the Washington State School for the Blind in Vancouver, Washington. Um, Portland so many has weird specifics here. Yes, yeah, I'm a little <laughs> wow. curious. I have questions first. I have so many why the blind school? <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, I think that might be answered by why is it a year and a half after it died? <laughs> yes, that yeah, seems to answer of- that question. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a fun thing to explain. Okay, what's in the hallway? <laughs> it's a dead llama uh, named Rojo. <laughs> None of it makes sense. Portland has Don't a hard it. time letting go. <laughs> yeah, now go rub it. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's see. From the yeah, cat cafe bad. that closed and then uh, revived to the former mayor working as the current mayor. Uh, the city of Portland clings to the past so tight it rarely becomes the past. And in, so is the case of Rojo. Portland's favorite therapy llama will never have to say goodbye thanks to a skilled taxidermist and hundreds of generous fans on GoFundMe. So uh, can I pause you for a moment? Of course Scotty? you may, please. I don't know if you're aware, no. but the fact that they're using this type of language about Rojo is is controversial because there is another therapy llama in Portland that Whoa. competes with Rojo. Whoa. I don't well, remember the name. <laughs> Having never lived in Portland, this is all just because of bananas. I've read yes. multiple articles about these fucking therapy llamas. <laughs> uh, and like they have there's two of them that had a war with each other. Like one was like the better therapy llama and they're like they Seems were talking horrible. shit about the owners yeah, were talking shit about each other. Like, how do you know? Like, what? Like, it, these less serial killers came out of this llama. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's better, <laughs> quite frankly. So, he, this person yeah. stopped wetting the bed after he talked to this llama. Yes. Your llama, jury's out. <laughs> yes. Really hot, 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 hot con- controversy here. All right, yeah, keep going. Poor baby. Good to know. Um, <laughs> Yes, so the body of this llama who died at age 17 will be stuffed and on display at Washington State School for the Blind in Vancouver. Uh, And yes, Kurt, he will be wearing his signature top hat and bow tie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) After, I know, this is so Portland, it's it's screaming Why didn't they just stuff a stuffed animal? Why did the blind kids have to have a dead animal? (laughs) Great. I don't get it. I couldn't agree more. Um, after becoming a certified therapy llama in 2007, Rojo visited more than 1,500 adult care centers. Love that. All for Love old it. people looking at a llama in a top hat. I think that's yeah, really personally, great. Personally, I'm jealous. I've yes. been somewhere where llamas show up sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we could make a fortune in LA right now just going in people's front yards with a dressed up llama and just waving and spitting. Literally, and doing I would whatever empty my bank account if you show up like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell Side me biz. When. Side hustle for 
Scoochie the Drunk Dragon. Mm. Uh, the School for the Blind <laughs> was one of his frequent stops. He'd usually uh, be accompanied by Smokey, another llama from the nonprofit Mountain Peaks Therapy Llamas in Alpacas. Oh, maybe. Maybe. They'd stand I like, feel like statues. They were separate owners. Oh, maybe. I felt like they were separate owners. They were like mm. mad at each other. But go ahead. Could be. I mean, there could be three up there. It's Portland. Um, they'd stand <laughs> like statues, and the kids would touch them from the top of their heads to the tips of their toes, said Lori Gregory, oh, Rojo's former owner and handler. It gave them a special experience because llamas are so soft and tactile. Oh. Um, the school's campus is home to the Tactile, tactile uh, Museum of Natural History's permanent display called the Century Safari. This sounds incredible. We got to visit. Yeah, this it sounds actually yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, all of my questions are now answered. It's not because yeah. it's a hideous llama that they don't want the kids to see. It's because it is a very soft llama that they want the kids to feel. Got it. Yes. <laughs> it's really perfect. Yeah. It's gorgeous. So Gregory, when he brought Rojo into the room on the first visit to the school, joked, this is where Rojo could end up. All right. We might need to hire Stephen Gutierrez to defend Gregory's. There, this could be side. <laughs> I love that llama very much. Uh, I yes. thought it would be so cool, God forbid, anything happened to Rojo. Rojo could come here and people could understand what llamas are like. In Rojo's final days, Gregory started a GoFundMe campaign and within two days raised $13,000 to cover Rojo's end-of-life care and then taxidermy, which alone was set to cost $7,000. If anybody in a bar in the future ever says, how much does it take to stuff a llama? You say (laughs) $7,000 in the great state of Oregon, the Commonwealth Mm -hmm. of Oregon. Um, (laughs) No one wanted to do it for free. He has all these fans, but no one's like, I'll shove some cotton balls in his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. For seven grand, you'd be amazed what I'll do to that llama. Um, Gregory says... Yeah, um, it can ride me for $2,000. Everybody <laughs> says it was difficult to find a taxidermist since none had any experience with llamas. She finally found one um, who worked with uh, 10 other people to measure and shape Rojo's body. So it's a 10-person effort. That makes sense. Wow. Uh, they took antelope and deer forms as starting points. The stuffing was completed at the end of January, and he'll likely take his position at the school within the next week. This, this article is from, I believe, today. So there isn't anything uh, to do with trying to idolize him, says Gregory. I'm sorry, Gregory's the last name. My apologies. Uh, he did so much in his life, and now he gets to do so much more. Beautiful little story. I like Love it. That. Rojo. Rojo's a banana of the week. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll make him. the comment. Wow. Rojo, I banana of the week. I want him to... I don't know. I just want so much for him. Like, <laughs> I yeah. hope that they like have a parade. I hope that they make a cartoon about the the dead yes. <laughs> llama it's so that nice. is helping children. I think that that's a really, it's a sweet intellectual property that is not being. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like uh, exploited always, at this point is what I'm seeing. I always, you know, I I always thought only living llamas could help children, but now to find out <laughs> that you could do it in death is beautiful. It is. Yeah. I went to a wedding in upstate New York years ago, and there was an alpaca for- farm nearby where you could just feed them like they have a little machine. You put like 50 cents in, you get in. And Look those up. things are the funniest Dr. Seuss-looking little. They, like, they don't seem real. They seem like marionettes. Yeah. They, they just look like little giraffes with little afros. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, eyes are so big, those lashes, yeah. and they're just like... 
And they no only have bottom on podcast, teeth. But that was my yeah. impression. Akila did a pretty looking killer alpaca looking around. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but we all went practicing that for when we get out of the house. <laughs> 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 it's uh, my first five minutes. Is me yeah. just Hi. carry take on what an alpaca <laughs> might be like. No one returns to my comedy show. <laughs> so no, they'll be there. They'll be there. <laughs> We should tour with one, Kurt. When we take Bananas Live, we should we should reach out to Llama Farms and just have one bring us up on stage. Just have it stand there while we play the theme song for two and minutes. And take it immediately home. Yeah, then take we it had, home. I mean, we've had, we've had, we've done lots of stuff with llamas for Kristen's wedding. And they're, they're a lot. They're a lot. They're a lot. They like to shit and wow. piss at the same time. They shit and piss for like 10 minutes yeah. straight. Oh, yeah. One of them shat through the entire wedding while I was yes. holding it. It was fabulous. <laughs> love was in the air that day. Among yeah, other things, that was love. What it was. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, it's still not done. It's still yeah, not done. Like, it's just, amazing. It was so cool. I love them. I mean... Oh, I am famously allergic to a lot of animals, even though I did not uh-huh. get a hypoallergenic dog. And as a kid mm-hmm. uh, in Kentucky, going to different farms was a big field trip. So we went yep. to the Sunrock Farm, and it was like a petting zoo. And so my eyes got really sort of inflamed and itchy. Uh-huh. I lost sight of my class. There were lots oh. of other kindergartens there. Oh, they no. had a little like small train on the property that they all got on and left me. Oh, no. <laughs> I had to run adjacent to the train, and they had to lift me on. <laughs> Oh my gosh! This is a children's yeah. book you're writing right now. By the way, Definitely. I hope you should make this a picture book. <laughs> I have really bad feelings about petting zoos and farms because of it. I got totally abandoned by all of the class and the teacher. <laughs> it didn't help that they were all white. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> you're like, "This you almost feels specific." The um, the, maybe pay attention to me, the one that's yeah. eyes are swollen shut. Thank you. So much. <laughs> yeah, like the one who's crying and wheezing Aww. in the corner. Yeah, maybe you could help her back onto the hayride. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't just make her idea. run now with her asthma Uh, that's so funny they are we all have childhood trauma (laughs) of course why do we why else would we do comedy small trains (laughs) (laughs) yeah small trains animals taking a dump at important moments in our lives yeah that's childhood here we go (laughs) what you you got for us if it's from popular mechanics i'm leaving the podcast (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I have to take the dog out <laughs> never come back. <laughs> it is not, but it is yes. still, it is still very sciencey. I don't know why. You know, look at some weeks, it's all butthole stuff with me. Oh. Yep. Other weeks, it's True. all science. So, yep. Well, we I guess go. I this didn't. Is, is this one buttholes, please? It is not. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Next so, time. this is from the AV Club by William Hughes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no relation. This is actually, no relation. <laughs> no. He, Hopefully. Uh, th- this is from, actually, uh, 2018. Okay. Uh, I was there. CNN is reporting that John Young, oh, the title, RIP astronaut John Young, the first man to get yelled at for smuggling a sandwich into space. Yes! Nice. Yes. A hero. A real hero. I'm assuming he's from America. Yes, he is. Now, yep. right. Uh, An American hero. <laughs> yep. Oh, they took American hero with them. That's exactly right. <laughs> so he has done so, uh, an enormous amount of stuff. Uh, he's been on the moon multiple times, which is only Same. one of three people who's been on the moon. More than me. <laughs> yeah. I go all More the time. It's not even yeah. that impressive. Big deal. <laughs> Big there deal. last night. 
<laughs> that, <was laughs> that gas station's still there. <laughs> uh, he was also the first man to get yelled at by Congress for smuggling a corned beef Come sandwich on. into space. The wow. inciting incident in question occurred March 23rd, 1965, while young and fellow astronaut Gus Grissom. Hello, Gus Grissom. Yeah. What a great name. Yeah. Gus Grissom. Save your grizzle hot. for Gus Grissom. <laughs> uh, they were orbiting the Earth as part of the Gemini 3 mission. The duo uh-huh. were meant in part to be testing how astronauts might be able to eat in space, hence Grissom's sure. slight surprise when his co-pilot suddenly pilled, pulled an unauthorized corned beef sandwich out of his pocket. Amazing. Here's, here's the official NASA transcript, which we can't believe hasn't been made into a movie yet. Okay. Uh, Grissom's first, Youngest second. What is it? Corned beef sandwich? Where did that come from? I brought it with me. Let's see how it tastes. Smells, doesn't it? Yes, it's breaking up. I'm going to stick it in my pocket. Is it? <laughs> it was a thought anyways. Yep, not a very good one. Pretty good, though, if it would just hold together. <laughs> that's all of it that's amazing uh, he's just a scientist he's trying things i can't yes. believe they're mad about the scientific process of going me to space too. with a sandwich <laughs> me too well, i learned about it in school why teach it this caused <laughs> a right. like an uproar for no. congress certain members oh, of congress God. though were incensed at the thought that young had ignored all of his very expensive space food in favor of deli takeout and ended up setting an appropriations committee meeting to question nasa no. starter george mueller about the event thus the immortal congressional line quote we have taken steps to prevent recurrence of corned beef sandwiches in future flights you must wow nobody can wow. have fun this is the yeah. one time you see an astronaut being a human being I love you know it. What I mean, like they're just like such machines otherwise. Yeah. And then it's just like it's I think it's a nice little look at there's a, a human person there who loves it wasn't tuna. Sandwiches. He's like not yeah, being a total yeah, jerk. It the stinkiest. It wasn't an yeah. egg salad sandwich. Lindberger <laughs> like, oh, <yeah>. cheese. <laughs> like, it wasn't it was liverwurst. A tame one. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. egg salad. Who cares? <laughs> a little corned beef <laughs> zooming around the or the zooming around the planet. Who cares? It's but you can right. also tell even in that transcript that the other guy, the Grizzle or whatever, was pissed. Just like Grissom. Grissom, mm-hmm. Grissom yeah. was like He's a narc. And where did it <laughs> come a... from? Yeah, he he tells the narc. <laughs> narc. Oh, you found that in the compartment with the other space food, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm right sandwich. Now. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. There's a sandwich on board. <laughs> What's that? Your pocket, We're coming sir. back right now. We're turning around. Corned beef sandwich. Corned yeah. beef sandwich. Um, it's breaking up everywhere. Now there's crumbs. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. Oh. I think this guy's awesome. Like, why would? It's not like he just popped a bag of chips and they went everywhere. He'd eat. I think he was doing a bit. I also. It's funny Sounds that he like says like pretty good. And then I guess I'll put it back in my pocket. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, that was also sent in uh, on Instagram by Shane Cleveland Albuquerque. Cool. I'm I'm hoping I just didn't randomly write Cleveland Albuquerque down, and that's not have. his name, but it seems like that's I his name. Shane the, Cleveland Albuquerque. The greatest Texas Hold'em player of all time, <laughs> Shane Cleveland Albuquerque. <laughs> just, yeah, someone staring at a map quickly trying to come up with something. Come up with I want to say name. Shane Cleveland <laughs> Albuquerque. <laughs> They're like, Shane, that's not a great start for a card player, but I'm going to go yeah. with it. Uh, I, we can tell no... you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm no Kaiser Soze. 
I'm just Steve Cleveland Albuquerque. Yes. Oh, That's Scotty. so good. Last one to send us home. Let's wrap it up. This came in from Shosh Kebab. Shosh Kebab has sent many stories. I'm not sure if we've used her stories before, but thank you so much. It's from timeofisrael.com. It was written by JTA, which I don't know if that's uh, like a a group or one person or I don't know. Jonathan Sounds like Jesus, Tim, Taylor, Amos, yes, um, the Jewish Tennis Association is. Oh yeah, they're very good. They're very good. Um, that's what it does. The Times Square's new Margaritaville to include a first floor synagogue. Obviously, when what? Yes. So New York property bought by Jimmy Buffett's resort empire in central New York City comes with a Jewish asterisk. A splashy new outpost <laughs> of singer Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Resorts, they're so fun, is coming to New York's Times Square and will include a synagogue. The historic Garmin Center <laughs> congregation, <laughs> didn't know about them, uh, will be on the ground floor and the two subfloors of the entertainment complex, which will include hotel rooms, restaurants, and bars. Uh, the synagogue rented the space on the property from the previous owner, the new school, and the buyer was required to negotiate with the congregation. <laughs> Well, this is. I'm not Jewish, but I might start going to temple if it's in a Margaritaville. Yeah. This seems. I'm going to be wasting away fun. again. It's going to be yeah. right there on the first uh, floor. That's of the right. <laughs> This is going to be the best of every world. Oh, yeah. my gosh. This is so. Yes. This is going to be a tourist trip. Square. Yes. And it's in the worst place in the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The armpit you of get America. Away from loud people outside. You can uh, yes. come on in <laughs> yeah. to Margaritaville. Some drunk uh, Floridians will <laughs> read yeah. you. Yeah. It's cool. You go with your family to Temple, then you go right upstairs and you. Eat a cheeseburger in paradise. Can you think of a better <laughs> afternoon? Uh, America. <laughs> let's see. Oh, I know. Uh, Buff, uh, Jimmy Buffett York. parlayed his easy in the islands vibe. <laughs> that was in quotes. Thank you so much for that, JTA. Yes. Uh, vibe into a vast entertainment company, which includes tropical-themed hotels and casinos, the Manhattan Complex on 567th Avenue. I really hope it's next to Guy Fieri's place, by the way. Is expected. Yeah. Ooh, it's like right next uh, to that Viacom. Right, <laughs> yeah. it is yeah. that crappy MTV that we've all yes. worked at, where, where TRL shot. Yeah, um, it's gonna be right down the street from there. So it's That's gonna 15, have. 15. <laughs> yes. Oh God, what a nightmare. Fifteen, fifteen Broadway. Did you see? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it will feature Times Square's only outdoor pool, uh, and Margarita's. Margaritaville's only synagogue. Shockingly, around the world, this <laughs> yeah. is the only Margaritaville with a synagogue. Um, How long I does think it last? How long does it last before they're like, we don't, we've made a mistake. We don't uh, want to be in the Margaritaville building anymore. I don't know. The pool does seem like it will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> yes. You're going to be like, you yes. all, please stop splashing around. <laughs> I love that so much, Scantily though. I mean, glad. this is why New York is such a great city and why we all miss it when you leave it and that sort of thing is it is these rare combinations. It is this yeah. thing where it's just like, hey, there's not that much space. So, yes, the Margaritaville has to go above the synagogue and both parties <laughs> go like, all right. Like, all there's, right, no, there's no wiggle room. It's like, hey, okay. Um, <laughs> that oh, is man, so it's good. It's like that, uh, that combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell song, yep, but you're at the combination right. synagogue. Yeah. Margaritaville. Margaritaville. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yes. There was yeah. a place near my call. I went to UMass, and uh, in Amherst, there was a place that we used to go to called Dave's Soda and Pet Food City. And all they sold was <laughs> soda and animals and pet food. And it was as really? big as a warehouse. I think it's still there. But like Jones sure. Soda, like things that you're not used to seeing right. all the time. We would go there and stock up. And then they also had industrial horse feed and giant bags of birdseed and snakes and rabbits. And Jeez. it was – so I hope it's still there. If so, Dave, sponsor us, man. I would love to go on and on and on about Dave Soda and Pet Food City. Oh, man. In the dirt mall. <laughs> the thank, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you want to uh, plug before you go? Plug it all. Sure. Yeah, everybody uh, who's listening to this, I spend a lot of time on Twitter.com, at Akila, obviously, so feel free to follow that annoying bitch. <laughs> no, how dare you? You're a delight. I know, just kidding. She's great. She's cool. She's me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, listen to What a Day if you want some yes. hard news, but it's short. You know, it's like a little band-aid first thing in the morning. Just rip it off. 15 minutes. It's quick, wonderful. Easy. It's yeah, a quick update. You break it down to yeah. layman's terms. You two have a great rapport. It's yeah. really a great way to start your day. And then when you want to free your brain, come to Bananas. And, yes, uh, please free your brain. Buy Bananas. <laughs> listen to this episode again, honestly. <laughs> They'll invite me back. Thanks for having us on your podcast. No, thanks for having you on our podcast. Thank you for yeah. being on our podcast. <laughs> there we go. We Third really appreciate charm. it. Yep. Thank you for having me. This is just a delight. And uh, if we're ever back in person... We'll do it that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Bananas. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 